And so when I went there to get a little ticket, you mm-hmm. know, the, I sat down with the little clerk and he said, uh, Mr. Jacobs, you, you, you know you got some warrants, right? Uh-oh. And I said, man, I can't go to jail with them tally and twine on. He said, what's tally and twine? I said, you don't see this? Watch. They're going to they gonna try to rob me. He said, let me see. Let me go to the back and see what I can do. And tally and twine, just because I had that, ooh, they let me go. Uh-oh. They let me go. That's that tally and twine. You know what I mean? So, uh, brother uh, brother Randy, what, where did the name tally and twine come from? No, I just want to feel it. actually an intersection here in Virginia. Uh, it's a city called Portsmouth, Virginia, near Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm originally from Georgia. But when I moved to this area, I just kept hearing about this uh, neighborhood that was so notorious, it used to be so bad. But my wife and I bought our first home there. And uh, I just heard about this bad reputation, talked to people who used to live there, grew up there. And I just was amazed by how much the area had changed. You know, it, it's now like an affordable living area for African-Americans to purchase and own property. And I thought that represented a, something powerful. You know, you don't, you don't have to finish the way that you start. Well, you know, uh, we as black people need everything. You know, we need cars. We need homes. We need tally. We need socks. We need twine. We need draws. We need that drip. We need uh, jump. We need we need we need pajamas. What made you choose watches? What made you and your team choose? You know what, man? We're going to be a a a a a a, a great uh, luxury brand, black owned brand, and we're going to go the watches route. What made you take that route? Well. I was well, always, we don't know. We can't assume that that he black owned. He may have a Mexican business uh-oh. partner. I don't have any business partners. Okay, there we go. All <laughs> right, we right. just had to check. Just had to check. <laughs> but but I love I love my uh, his fetish. Listen, listen, listen. I'm just saying. He said black owned, so I'll just make him sure. <laughs> it's 100 percent black owned. There it is, y'all. Um, but yeah, I um I was taught to recognize opportunities in the marketplace, and I wasn't able to find watches that I like in my price range uh, or the style that I like. I got tired of other watch companies copying the styles of the popular companies. And so I knew it was an opportunity for some originality, but also a little flavor. And uh, to be quite honest with you, I got tired of seeing um, ads that didn't have black wrists in. Mm. And I said, when I start my company, that's that's all I'm going to feature. Because um, a lot of times people know that we will continue to buy from them, even if they don't speak to us. Mm. All right, now, one of the biggest things I, I want you to point out, because we can't just run over the fact that, <clears throat> notice he didn't say uh, it was a purpose or a passion. He say he saw that there was a need for a new niche, and he saw an opportunity. And what I want to say to 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 our uh, Godconomics family is that too many of us are trying to chase purpose and passion and we chasing purpose and passion and missing the opportunity. Mm. And so notice he didn't say, man, I was laying in my bed one day and God came down and popped me on the head and said, Randy, I want you to start tallying twine because I want to be for the people. No, he said, I saw an opportunity for me to carve my name in a specific niche or genre that didn't have a lot of me representing it. And uh, and I thought that was a big deal. And so let, let's sit on opportunity real quick, Randy of Tally and Twine. Uh, and let me tell y'all something. 
let me just make this real clear. Uh, I I buy watches from Tally and Twine. Is that true, Randy? Yes, you are. Okay, yeah, that's right. I am a customer. You're part so. of the Tally and Twine. Listen, family. I got two flat. Hey, hold on. Uh, one of y'all bring me that Italian twine uh, 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 flag uh, uh, by my Congolese flag. So, so let me tell y'all something. So this isn't something where they're like, oh, brother Ben X and Jake Taylor, Jake, see, see, see. No, let me tell you something. I am a fan of Tally and twine. I keep, I keep the Tally and twine flag, you know, by my heritage flag. You know what I'm talking about? I got the flag because let me tell you something. Because to have a a a a a brand in a in a company that is black owned, uh, and black owned. There it is, blacked, black owned. That is black owned, uh, uh, but but have so much intention, uh, and be intentional to detail. And because when I saw this flag, I say, man, this is like him trying to mark his territory in every man's watch collection. I thought that was cold-blooded. And and when I saw it, this was the first thing that I saw along with, you know, um, the, the journal that comes with it, whatever. But this is the, the first thing I saw. And feel that flag. That, that ain't no cheap flag. Like, that, that that's a that's the one that could be in the wind like that. Yeah, that's that real flag. So talk to us about, we can't skip over opportunity. When you say you saw an opportunity, other than you're tired of seeing uh, a certain watches, what about the opportunity that made you say, I think, even though I am not experienced in this industry, I want to tackle this industry and carve a name for myself? Well, I think the opportunity, it was obvious, man, because I've been talking about watches with my friends since college. You know, we just buy cheap watches. They last for a year or less, and we throw them away and get more. So the opportunity to me was just so evident. And then secondly, the fact that, you know, we have a trillion dollars of spending power, but we don't have a watch brand that represents us. To me, that's just a no-brainer. So and, and it don't what, get any clearer than that. And, and what I what I want I want to uh I want to be the translator for watch company that don't represent us because there may be a black owned watch company out there trying to do what he you know do what he do but what let me let me unclick it okay now 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 brother Ben don't own Italian twine yet uh uh but we gonna get them right now feel that feel that is that a heavy watch that's heavy right. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. It, it so it ain't no light light watch where nah, you ain't, know, no Ch- ain't no Chuck E. Cheese. See, he could he couldn't go to uh, what's the thing that they do on Alibaba? This yeah. ain't no Alibaba. Okay, <laughs> this ain't no Alibaba watch. Now <laughs> Alibaba, <laughs> this is Italian twine. Yeah, AliExpress. This ain't no AliExpress. This is this this is Italian twine. This, he has his engraved Italian twine here. But what I loved was the intention to detail, right? You know, he has his own little groove thing going on right now. So you can't see this on Alibaba. You got to go to tallyandtwine.com and get your watch because the deal is, because the deal is, um, uh, not only was I impressed, uh, Brother Ben X, uh, with uh, Randy and what his team did, I was impressed by the delivery. I was impressed by the timeliness. Mm. I was impressed by the follow-up that he gave uh, through social media, if you went through your Facebook or you signed, you know, they were able to find you through Facebook. They were sending me messages about 
the updates of where my watch was. Mm. I'm talking about all the way to the finish to the finish mark. And he and this is a black owned company with good customer service. No, this is a this is a watch company that happens to be black owned. See, we got mm. see, see see see. He ain't no black owned because it's obvious the brother black. But 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 this is a a premier watch company where the owner happens to be black. And this owner that is black got good customer service. Wonderful customer service. They said we don't have good customer service. So he, he's breaking barriers. He's 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 uh what the, what they call it, he's breaking generational curses at Yeah, this yeah, point. yeah. Cause typically they say, Man, black owned man, you don't gear from him, you don't talk to him, you don't do none of that. And so to see that, mm. um, and to and to do that, that's why I had to make sure that we reached out to him because I wanted to I wanted to give him some praise because um uh, he did that. Watch this now. Never having an influencer, not having any celebrities, you were seen on what what TV platforms? Randy of Tally and Twine, what 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 uh, uh, platforms were you seen on? Uh, on TV. Well, you you got all in, whatever the thing about black enterprise, all that stuff, all all. Oh that. oh, media. Oh yeah, we've been in Black Enterprise, Essence, Rolling Out Magazine, Huffington Post, mm, Ebony, and maybe some other ones that I, that I'm missing. You know, um, I. You, now you said your you and your team used to buy watches, right? Is that what you said? Myself, yeah, as a customer, yes. So you was buying watches, and as you was buying watches, you noticed that you didn't see any that was black on. That's what you were saying. Yeah, that's one of the reasons for sure. Now, uh, the reason I'm ask uh, uh, asking that question is because a lot of times we just complain, and uh, we don't bring about a solution. And if we bring about a solution to what we keep on, uh, what we keep on complaining about, we can solve two problems. We can solve the problem of I don't have what I think they should be making, or and I'm also solving a problem, a financial problem. So by you fulfilling what you saw as a problem, what you fulfilled as a gap, you not only said now I got a black on watch, now my friends got a black on watch, but now the world has a black on watch, and now God willing is bringing in a lot of money uh, for you as well. So those of us who are out there and you're complaining, saying there's no black Barbie dolls, my children don't have any black toys, we don't have any black cartoons, use that as an opportunity to create it yourself. That's what business is. You're providing a service, you're providing a product, and you're solving a problem. So the best entrepreneurs to me is the best servants. The best entrepreneurs to me is the people who are willing to solve the most problems. And one thing, one problem that we have in our community, we complain a lot. We don't have schools. We don't got restaurants. We don't have this. We don't have that. I say all the time, whenever you say we, we mean I, don't it? If I say, man, man, we ain't had nothing to eat all day, that means Brother Ben X ain't had nothing to eat all day, too. Yeah, so if I say we don't have a school, if I built a school, we do got a school. If I say, man, we ain't got no watches, we ain't got no shoes, we ain't got socks. If I create the socks, now we got socks. So I just want to point that out, family. If you don't know what you want to do, go find out and see what's not there. Go out and see what you're dissatisfied with, and then you solve the problem yourself. You be the answer that you're looking for. And, 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 and approximately... Uh, Randy of Tally and Twine, um, approximately how many customers um, are you guys seeing a month that are purchasing your products? Or, you know, you can include reoccurring customers like myself. I try to get a watch. I'm getting a watch next week. I would buy it. I would, I would buy it all at uh, one time, but you wouldn't appreciate me if I bought it all at once. I got to, I got to get one a week. I'll say several hundred every month we serve. Wow. Look at that. 
So, mm. so, so, so for your, you, you gonna make a blog? You gonna make a blueprint? <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you guys that don't think it's possible, how long have you been doing this? Uh, our fifth year, and November was our fifth year. November was the fifth year. Did it start off this 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 good? Nah, man. Um, I've I've um, been three full time for three years, and I started off just packing watches before I went to work. We would do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You mean to tell me you didn't just quit your job because you wanted to start a business? Did you nah. have an opportunity? Nah, I got a wife, man. She ain't allowed that. I, ain't no reckless quitting of jobs. Come on. See, see, I wish you'd have brought the wife on the show, too, because I'm trying <laughs> to tell you, man. So this is this. Let's pause here real quick. Right. So so his watches are in the range of 200, 225. So he got several hundred. Mm. <laughs> do the math now. You do the math. What they say? Uh, a ten chairs, thousand dollar a piece. <laughs> you do the math, right? So he's doing. You do your own math of what you think the Italian Twine is doing, and it's growing. But let me tell you something. Notice he did not say, "Man, I had a great idea," and because it was a great idea, and I think there is nothing out there like it. I quit my job because I don't like working for nobody. Mm. The brother said, I started a business, and me and my wife worked part-time. We, we, we packed watches, and then from doing that part-time, two years, 24 months, he allowed the business to retire him. Uh-oh, I think this is my segment right here. So many people ask me, Brother Ben asks, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Peace. See, because you got some people, I got I got to talk to the Muslims out there. Uh oh. Oh, we gods, brother. You know the black man is God. You know we got to lead the white man. Christians too. Okay, that's cool. And I and I understand we shouldn't want to work for our oppressor for you know forty plus years and retire. But let's not be idiots either, because you got a lot of young people who may see an adult who who is misrepresenting uh, that knowledge, saying you should leave and not work for somebody else. But then when you're not working for somebody else and you gotta pay bills and you got to pay that phone bill he can't answer the phone because uh i ain't got that money to pay that so the honorable minister louis farrakhan said try the steal away method not go and steal from the job meaning that money that you have put that money on the side start to build up a side business start to look at how much your product's gonna cost start to look up how to build your brand and marketing advertisement influencer marketing and then as this sustains you on the side then you quit. So and, and 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 really what I'm saying, I'm not saying that I'm going to quit. My side business is going to fire me. It's going to force you to quit. It's going to fire me. So I don't have enough time to even be on this job. See, some of us well, want to quit the job. See, some of us want to quit the job and say, well, you know, I got three months, you know, in, in, in order for me to pay my bills. I'm going to try to build something. I don't know what else to do. No, you should have stu- You should have uh, 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 stayed on that job. You say, I ain't got no money. You Ooh. know, Brother Jay going to like this. I need business funding. Guess what your funding is? That, that job. job. Stay on that job. Let that job be the stepping stool. And then Come I want to hit on this right here. 
Because we say, well, uh-huh. if I have a seed, seed. of a mustard, oh. all I got to do is take the leap. Uh. I, all I got to do is have faith. Uh. Well, I looked into the scripture. And the scripture ah. said, faith is the substance of things hoped for. But the? But the evidence, the evidence of things not yet seen. Uh. So when I looked up the word substance, I think I sent it to Brother Jay. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing now. Yeah. But substance is something. I mean, it's you can it's, it's tangible, mm. even if it's tangible in the mind. So he had something that he can move off of. See, the faith oftentimes in our community is I don't want to work for somebody else. So I'm quitting. That ain't that ain't necessarily the substance that you need. That's stupid. You need to see a product. You need to have a plan. You need to have a blueprint. You need to have some people that you counseling with. That is the substance that you can now leap out on. See, if I ain't got no legs, mm. I, mean, I ain't got no chance of jumping over this poop. Some you, of us, you got to you, you you, yeah, you, you have some <laughs> strength. You got to be done jumped over at least a little gate before. You got to have <laughs> some kind of substance. And in our community, a lot of times our mindset is you don't got no plan. You don't got a blueprint. And you going off talking about I got this faith. But you ain't got no substance. What substance do you have? That's what you need to uh, be can, moving on. Can you tag me in? Go ahead. And and that's 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 for Christians too. <laughs> the, uh, the the message to, to take the meat off the bone because what you got to understand what we're doing, uh, brother Randy. We're talking to the people. <laughs> that's Randy of Italian Twine. What we got to understand is that God didn't. God, God ain't no fool. Come on. So God ain't gonna give you no vision, and then you uh uh, uh with with the fool's intention leave your job, and then say God told me to leave, and God ain't no God without a plan. Mm. Because uh, even Christ said, he said, do you not count the cost it takes to build a tower? For if you do not finish that tower, what you started, your friends and family will mock you mm. if you do not finish what you started. Y'all Uh-oh. didn't know I know the Bible like that. <laughs> I love the Lord. You don't love the Lord? Okay, so what, what what that is saying right there is is stop listening to broke entrepreneurs that have been broke and breath stank in, in, in the smoky house that's talking about they entrepreneurs, but they really not entrepreneuring nothing. Mm. They hustlers that's moving stuff out their coat. You know, people that have been selling stuff out their coat for hustle, a long time. Hustle man off Martin. They say, they say, <laughs> they say, man, I don't work for nobody. Well, you should. How broke you are. You make $20,000 a year, and you've been making 20000 a year for 10 years. And your kids need you. Your, your child, the, the child support department just stopped reaching out to you because they realize you ain't never going to have no money. And so what you got to do, you got to look at the steps that most businessmen that are successful take. And you got to listen to the advice from most successful business people like myself that would say the worst decision I ever made was leaving my business, my job that was making 60000 a year plus my nonprofit. I was making 104000 The worst thing I did was leave that consistent income to jump into entrepreneurship. And it cost me two years of struggling. And, and I could have been able to be further along if I listened to advice. So uh, congratulations to you, Randy. Of tally and twine. So hold on, hold on. Don't, we're not going to smooth past that. So as you was on your job, what was the process? How did you wean yourself off of the job? Was you selling a few watches here and you used that money to save up? What was your plan? What did you do? Yeah, well, as a growing company, you know, usually that's another misconception is that you're throwing off a lot of cash. So mm. even when we got up to a few thousand dollars a month, all of the money was being reinvested. Uh-oh. Especially in Jake like that. Jake, Jake, Jake don't like that. Now, now, you can't just, <laughs> now you can't just roll over that now. 
I know you got to be with your family. You got a baby. You know, she, the baby three. I understand you got somewhere to be. But we ain't going to roll. You said you re and what? Reinvest. And, and this is what we talk about here at Assets Before Splurging, right? Our company. We talk about the importance of understanding if your business is an asset that you perceive it to be, you cannot starve your business of the necessary nutrients needed to grow. Hello. Mm. I miss somebody. And just like you wouldn't starve your child, you, 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 uh, Randy, you, you would feed your child before you feed yourself, right? Most definitely. Right, because you don't want your child to be malnourished, right? Mm. Correct. Because so you know that when you get old one day, your child would one day hopefully take care of you, like you take care of them, right? <laughs> right. Okay, so your your business is a child. That's, so a, if that's, you a, don't, that's a great analogy. Man, you got to give on. me that's a great so, analogy. So, so if you want your business to take care of you later when you can't work it no more, mm. you can't starve your business from the nutrients that it needs. You got to, you got to reinvest them nutrients. You know what them nutrients is? Dollars. Mm. So a lot of you guys are starving your businesses future for you to live today. Uh, uh, Randy, back to you. Back to yeah, you, Randy. So, uh, I was saying with a product company, you have to buy products. So as you grow, you get more successful. You got to buy more products. So I was figuring that out. And um, the second thing that helped us is our personal finances. Our personal stewardship allowed me to be able to transition. We have very low expenses. Paid off car, very low mortgage, and no credit card debt. And so one day I walked into my office. Wait, no, we I ain't going to roll over that. <laughs> oh, okay. That brother said, you said no credit card debt? No credit card debt. So, so you grew the business, hallelujah, grassroots, huh? Yeah, man. Hold on now, boy. You, are you looking for another best friend? Cause I'm I'm eligible. I'm out there. I'm I'm out. I got I got I can send my Better application to out, you. Just fill out the application, boy. <laughs> because the see, cause you got you got people out here, uh, brother Randy. I, I knew Tally and Twine. Come on now, buy another watch tomorrow. So 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 here's the deal, uh, uh, brother Randy. You say Hallelujah. He say, he say, he say, I grew my business with no credit card debt, which meant that when people say, man, the reason why my business is not good, because I need business funding. And what they say, that man, we, somebody just told man, us. Man, this. man, the reason why I ain't winning like them, because they, they do, them, you know, if the new white Let folk. Let me add a caveat to that, too, though. I want to make sure people clear, transparent. Context. We grew without taking outside funding. However, when you're growing rapidly and you need to predict your income, you need to buy stuff before you sell it. And we did use financing to purchase inventory. But I was talking about my personal credit card that I me and my wife didn't have any of that. Okay, hold on, but, but, but I have but, used finance. But did you he had but he had something to scale? Problem. But did you but did you start it with it? No, no, no. Did start it with did, 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 did what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm no, talking about. I'm I just talking, wanted to clarify that. I just want to clarify. That. This is what I'm talking about because a lot of people say the reason why I can't start is because I can't get funded. And what you right. got to understand is people got to want to buy your good. Mm. People yeah. got to want to buy your service. And when you do good fiscally with your money, you reinvest into your business. And if need be, everybody knows that I'm a person <laughs> that that I would. I, I, we grew our business without without funding, without financing. But if need be, know what you're doing to get out the game. I guess I can say that too. I didn't have to use funding for social media. 
Oh, I hate you. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, brother Randy. No, but I want to. I want to add something to that because I feel like if somebody is getting funding, they're trying to accelerate something. They're trying to uh, multiply something. So you didn't yeah. buy no cars with that funding, did you? Nah. You didn't buy no house with that funding, did you? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So they're 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 multiplying something. They're trying to scale something, and the 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 root word or the key word in this sentence is not scale. It's not accelerate. The key word in this sentence is something. See, a lot of people are trying to get business funding to multiply nothing. <laughs> They're trying to get business funding to scale nothing. I'm about to turn your mic off. You have to have something to actually scale if in order for business funding to actually work. You have to have the right mindset. You have to have the right blueprint. That is why people are hitting the lottery every year going bankrupt because they don't know what to do with the money. The money, as Brother Jake said, you say it's currency, right? It's always flowing somewhere. So if I don't have somewhere for it to go, if you don't have somewhere for it to go and then it, to make sure a system is in place to where it's going to bring it back, you're going to lose this money. You're going to be like these rappers. You're going to be like these entertainers. You're going to be like just the average businessman who just don't know what he's doing, buying stuff, uh, trying, trying to uh, look good, trying to buy cars, trying to buy chains. Because like Brother Jake was saying the other day, that's going to make you feel like you're more validated because all the millionaires got YouTube commercials and it's all in front of Lamborghinis, rented Lamborghinis that they don't rent it for that one day. So I just want to put it out there, family. If you do, if you are trying to scale something, and this is and this is uh, influencer marketing as well. This ain't just if you get funding. You telling somebody to shout you out, check out your music, and you got one song in the, and you don't went to the studio one time. Have something to like actually that. scale. That's when it's gonna work. Go ahead, brother. Uh, where were we? Well, I, I tell you where we were. You, you took care of your personal funding, personal financing, and then you were. Yeah. You, anyway. And um. So I was just having lunch one day. I had just pulled out my lunch and the uh, CEO of the company came in, the president and the um, the HR lady came in. And they they let me go. And this was two years into the business. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yep. And I was fired two years into uh, the business because while my wife was five months pregnant. Because so of what? They made the transition for me. Uh, so they forced you to fight. They, they, for, they forced you out. I, I would like yeah. to say that's the Lord moving. He said, okay, now you've done your due diligence. Now it's time for you to, uh, to, to, to move on what I said because you are, you are showing yourself approved. I'm going to turn it that way for the people that say we ain't talking to nobody. That's what you say. Oh, the audio? Well, they need to go to Facebook Live. Now how about that? All right, so 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 uh, so it, they forced you. They forced you to leave. They forced you to leave. But I say that that's just God telling you, okay, you're trained enough. See, I, I like to use David for an example. See, David wasn't forced out the field herding the sheep. Uh, uh, David got a promotion because <laughs> because because his daddy said, go 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 check and see what your brothers are doing. Take this food to the battlefield, and David knew what to do when it happened. And see what happens. What happened was because you were already practicing in the dark. <laughs> when it was time for you to leave, what happened was God positioned you to be in the light, so it forced you to act upon called. And so when you got into the battlefield, you weren't scared, were you, Randy of Tally and Twine? Of course. Okay, you were scared, right? I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure David was scared. However, you had a plan, right? I did. It, it forced you to act, didn't it? 
Okay, and, and you, you didn't go back to the boss and say, no, 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 boss, can you take me back? I ain't ready. No, nah, I definitely didn't do that. Okay. Okay, so 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 we did that. We understand. So you worked part-time. When you work part-time, you continue to build. And when you continue to build, they forced you off. When they forced you off, now you got to really build in your business. What year is this? Going into year three? Yeah, this was year two going into year this three. This is yeah. two going into year three. At this moment, scared, fearful. Uh, not knowing if 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 you're going to survive, but having faith that you will. At this moment, what happens next? Well, just just a little bit of fear, not much. Okay. Um, because you know, I just looked at it as an opportunity. All right. So now I haven't quit my job recklessly, and so I just came home and I made a plan real quick. I well, said, you made a plan. Because yeah. the Bible says to write it down, make it plain. So it's write it down on tablets, make it plain so that those who see it can run with it. So you can't build. It's, uh, it's almost nearly impossible to build a structure like a building without a blueprint. So what he said was, is when life hit him, he went home and made a what? A plan. He made a plan. He wrote it down, made it plain so that when he sees it, he knows what to do. Continue, uh, Brother Andy. Yeah, I made a plan. So like I said earlier, my expenses were low. And so I realized that we had enough money saved where we could pay our bills for the next 90 days. And so my wife got home from work, had a conversation with, I said, baby, I'm not going to look for a job immediately. I know you probably want me to start looking right away, but I want to give Tally and Twine a shot. I want to see what kind of multiplication I can get from doing this full time. If I can grow the business from being here, I really feel like, you know, this is a golden opportunity for that. And so she gave me 90 days of rope uh, to see what Tally and Twine would do. And I told her we reevaluate that after the first three months. Wow. Wow. So so you you reevaluate it after the first your, your wife gave you 90 days. My wife gave me 90 days, too. And I, I guess I made it. So I guess the, I guess the, the, the special mark is 90 days. I guess that's they the probably got mark. that from Steve Harvey book. They probably did. <laughs> <laughs> they probably did. So, so okay. So after after he got started, after the ninety days, clearly you made it the ninety days. You ain't got to go all into detail. Uh, let us know at what moment, at what at what year, or what moment did you get that first real surge in your business to where you say, "Oh my lord, we doing a little something now." It was it was that year. It was that year because you know after a few months of stumbling around, stumbling through three or four months, stuff started to work. You know, I started getting, figure out how to get consistent sales because I was doing it full time. I was in it every day. I was getting up early, going to bed late and figuring things out. And as I did that, you know, I saw sales grow and grow and grow. And eventually I knew it was sustainable for us. Bills were paid. And that was really the only thing I was concerned about. And my whole thing was uh, building a brand takes time. So I wanted to be patient. So I allowed those sales to come in and make sure every customer we got, just treat them like gold, treat them like they are the last customer that you would have, so they can in turn tell us about their friends. And um, that strategy worked. You know, we grew 100% that year. And, and your wife, she still kept her job, right? She definitely kept her job. <laughs> okay, and that's, that's kind of like the same structure of me. Uh, my wife, um, even still till today, and we run a seven-figure business, even still till today, she still works. And and that's I think that's the piece that most people miss. 
because we don't want our wives to work. We want them to work in a business. We want to do those things. But the reason why we've been able to experience tough times in our business and, and, and go through moments like I'm sure you have um, is because my wife was able to take the income from the, from the job and sustain the house, which allowed for me to focus on our future and not have to worry about paying the stuff to do that. So let's talk about this as a black married man. I know you love your wife. Uh, talk about the emotions that you must have been going through to know that you lost your job. Your wife is now handling all the, the, the you know, the, the balancing of the household. Talk about that experience, feelings that you may have felt not to be not to have, you know, do your part. What they say, do your part. Um, you know, in, in business in general, you go through a lot of emotions. But, you know, that is another dynamic that, you know, me and my wife trust each other. And so um, to me, it wasn't really a big deal. You know, Tally and Twine has a good month. We take a percentage of that profit and, you know, we put that into the account, you know. So, you know, some days she, she's uh, picking up extra income through her uh, side business, which is uh, editing books. And then some days, you know, I would, you know, pick up side income selling things online. Don't roll over that. You can't roll oh, over that. Oh, my bad. And, and, and the reason why, <laughs> uh, because... See, it's not just the watch brand that that we want people to fall in love with your company and the quality. See, we want, you know, our 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 God Economics family and and thousands of people that will see this when we cut in edited, uh he's a genius at doing that. We want them to understand and see um uh, and fall in love with you and fall in love with your wife because this is a piece of business that it's like like successful people never talk about. You said your wife was working a job and have or has a side hustle. You were full time in your business and still had a side hustle that you were using to help everything work together. Did I hear that clear? Correct. And with that, you made sure that y'all kept the first thing, the first thing, because I just I just wanted to say that because all too many, you know, especially men, we they get mad because their wives you know, ain't fully like all in the business and helping the business because, you know, I, I enjoy your story because it's similar to mine. My wife has a nonprofit. She got it. She got, you know, uh, her event planning business. We're looking for an event planning a center location. And she's not in assets before splurging. She's not in ABS, our brokers. She's not in that. However, she's an owner, part owner of the company, but she's not per se like in it like that. And I just wanted to, to uh, stop there to, so that you can be able to expound and tell people, because what I think this is, I think this is a blueprint to what more families, specifically black married families, should be doing. And that's why I'm stopping. That's the only reason why I'm stopping you and I'm, I'm expounding on points, because we have people who aspire to be successful entrepreneurs. But there are too many great lines on how to get there that they, they don't know, you know, what it takes to get there. That's the only reason that we're stopping you like that. And, and, and let me say this as well. Uh, it should be stopped. And it's not to be rude um, because a lot of times we watch lectures, we read books, and we just read it and say, I read the book. We watch lectures. We say, I watched it. Oh, I read uh, 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 Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You know, I read all these financial books. Yeah, I seen the interview. Yeah, I watched this. I watched that. But if you're not stopping and then bringing context to the situation and then putting yourself in that picture, you're never going to get it. 
It's just another video that you saw that was motivational. It made you feel good. Oh, go ahead, look at those black brothers out there. But then you finna go right back to the job because you haven't really internalized what the brother is saying. He's literally stopping giving you the blueprints on what he did. It took patience. It took putting up your own money. It took planning. It took strategy. It took more than one person. It took vision. It took being dissatisfied. If we don't stop and say and point these things out, we're going to remove, we're going to move over it. Move smooth over it, and then we're gonna miss out, as my brother uh, Freddie Haynes would say. We're gonna we're gonna miss your shout. You're gonna miss out on the point that says, "Damn, that mean I need to be a little bit more patient." Dang, maybe I need to see and stop saying I'm dissatisfied with something and see how I can bring a solution to it. Dang, I thought it was going to be easy because I'm seeing all these entrepreneurs on Instagram and it look like they living their best life, but they putting up their best highlights. You know how it is. You ain't, you ain't going to post when you got the turnovers. You ain't going to post when you missed the dunk. You ain't going to post when you tried to do a underneath on the other side and you airballed it. But as soon as you hitting them threes, you cross somebody over. You done, you done did a little, you know what I mean, alley-oop. You posting those on Instagram and now people have a false sense of what entrepreneurship is. They don't see when we up late at night at four o'clock in the morning and can barely sleep because you think about problems and emails you got to solve. Packing, packing up your products and trying to ship it out so people don't be like, you You know, you're sending it late. And one thing he talked about is taking care of his customers, mm. taking care of those customers, not just looking at them as a number like a prison system. That's what helped him scale his business. Some people are wondering why my business is not scaling because nobody's talking about it. But if I make sure that I got enough value in my class, enough value in my product, that when I, when I get a new client or when I get a new customer, that may be two or five new customers. Because I'm going to take care of them. They know I ain't out here just throwing something together. They know you're not out here just putting plastic on watches. They say, oh, this is a quality watch. And it's black on. And brother Jake said the shipping is fast. I don't like. That's why I really don't even like ordering. I don't like taking too long. Yeah, he always say, "Where can I get it somewhere here?" Me, yeah, I, I, I went. If, I, if it's a camera, a lens, where can I, I? I'm willing to go an hour to go get. I don't want to wait. So now all those different things is things that you have to consider when you're when you're running your business. These are things that you need to have inside of your business to make sure it's successful. And then I want to add this, and I want to pass it back to you, and then we can close this segment out. If you're thinking about starting a business, you have to remember that there are billions of people on this earth. So many people are not starting their business because they feel like everything is already done. You think Jake didn't know somebody already was a broker? You think this brother didn't know uh, somebody already got a black-owned watch company? But there are literally millions and billions of people that you can serve, and then you can add your sauce to it. See, McDonald's got a burger, but if I add my sauce to it, you, you don't, that's why they're not going to give you the ingredients. I got my secret sauce into it. In the nation, some people got bean pie. Ah, oh, no, you can't, get my, you can't get my ingredient. And then you are what makes you unique. When you put your thing, like, let me see that watch. I mean, let me see that. Brother Jay. He said he got the tally and twine on the side. I don't know too many like that. He got an ingrained on the side. He put, got put, one. Put it on your wrist so you can see. Let me, let me see how it feels. No, no, no. You got to put it on the left wrist. What you doing? No, the left wrist. Okay, let me see how that feels. Let, let me clip it for you. Come on, click it. He got, a, he got one that's the, I think it's called, I, I, I named it, the RGB watch. It got red, black, and green. Look at that, man. So you, you need it to be one more link, so it hit that hit you with like. I got a weird size. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. got. I, I'm gonna be a black on uh, watch sizer. That's what I'm. <laughs> no, hold on. This is what I like. Hold on. Put it back together. Now, everybody who follow me gonna know why I appreciate this watch, bro. I got one of them old watches that you gotta flip and then click in it, bro. I literally listen. No lie. I'm on Instagram live talking about, bro. How I take the watch off? 
how I take the watch off because I didn't know the little loop thing that you got to click. Look how easy this is to take off, family. He just he just clicked the size and it come off. No, I'm getting one of them bad boys. It was an old brother who gave me one of them old watches. I couldn't even get the dang watch off. So he made it easy to come off. Just just click. But back to you, brother Randy. I don't know where you was, but I, I just want to talk about why it's important that we stop and highlight these points. Yeah, y'all were just saying that it's practical, and I agree with you 100%. Um, those are the stories that we don't hear about the practical application. So every time I get a chance to share, I, I try to tell people about the practical elements of starting a business. The headlines that you see are anomalies. They're not the average person who grows a business over time. Some people might blow up in 60 days, but usually it's not going to happen that fast. And then also the education piece is important. That's why I'm glad you guys are doing this because all of our lives, we've been trained to be employees. So you got to at least give yourself half of that amount of time to retrain your brain on how to be an entrepreneur. Hey, family, listen, I know COVID has messed up some of our vision and some of us, our vision for our family and our future looks a little blurry, but we want to help bring the vision back to 2020. We want you to be able to see the success and everything that you plan for 2020 to be. We want to help bring that vision back. So we have a crazy bundle for you going into Black Friday. This bundle, we got Purpose to Profit, which is a full course that's going to teach you how to turn your purpose into a product and that product into a profitable business, six-figure business from scratch. We're going to teach you how to turn your purpose into a product. We're going to teach you how to market, how to scale, how to productize. We're going to teach you how to test. We're going to teach you how to package this product so that you can be able to take it into the marketplace to be able to do great things. Not only with that bundle, you're also going to get Private Banking Blueprint where we teach you how to build your own banking system. Yes, you heard me, your own banking system. And guess what? Guess what? It's only going to be for $368. Yes, you heard it. $368. You're going to get an actual physical copy of the textbook of Private Banking Blueprint. All of that course together for $368 all the way up until Black Friday. If you want to move on that bundle, go to visionbundle.com. Visionbundle.com and take action today. And and I want to say this, and then we're going to send everybody uh, to your site and stuff like this. But... um. Uh, I want to I want to point something out real quick. What he said uh, and what we missed, he didn't go full time until his third year. And so most of us, we get mad when 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 we in our business without a job to take care of our lives. And he went. See, if you live in on your business income, trying to start your business, of course, it's going to take longer for it to live. He was he was part time into his business for three years until he was made to quit they forced him to quit that's the one thing i want everyone to pay attention to and for those of you guys that are asking right now you can go to tallyentwine.com how you spell that t-a-l-l-e-y-t-w-i-n-e there's gonna be a lady probably by the name of sister victoria x that's why they go put that in the chat <laughs> tally Antoine, t-a-l-l-e-y and a-n-d t-w-i-n-e I want you guys to know that Tally and Twine right there, this is Randy, the CEO of Tally and Twine, and this is a non-paid interview. This is a non-ad interview. This is this is us, me, being a consumer and telling Brother Ben he going to be on the show. And you are our first interview of us actually doing a show, and I think it will be great because what, 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 what will happen is what you guys are going to see, I'm promising you, if you don't go and get Tally and Twine's, time pieces today 
I can promise you, remember uh, Jake Taylor Jacob said it now. I'm co-signing. That same piece is going to be worth a stack later. I promise you. I promise you because this is a premier line. And I would be disappointed if Tally and Twine didn't get up there to the Rolex prices. I would be disappointed if Tally and Twine didn't go from plated to actually go completely gold watches. I would be disappointed if they didn't have a premium selection. And so um, I'm telling you this now. This is a company with a CEO, with a team that I truly believe that that us as black folk um, and minorities will be honored to pay five hundred to a thousand to two thousand dollars for this watch. Tallyandtwine.com. Now, before you go, uh, talk to us about the vision, where your vision of where you want to take, without helping your competitors, the vision of where you see Italian Twine as a premier. Uh, uh, a watch or, or time collection or, or whatever? Well, uh, early on when I started Italian Twine, I actually paid to speak to this consultant who had a, a million-dollar brand at the time. And he gave me these valuable words of wisdom. He said that it takes three to five years to build a brand. And that got me thinking about five years from now instead of who I'm going to sell to today. And so my vision for Italian Twine is to be one of those long-standing brands that can attach its name to anything and you automatically know it's quality. So for example, just like I go in the store and I see Ralph Lauren pillow, I see that he's designed furniture, he has a coffee shop, a restaurant, because his name evokes a certain emotion from people and a certain level of quality. And so that's what we're trying to do. I believe Italian Twine can be one of those household names. So that's where we're headed. And, and I believe and that's that what we do every day is leading up to that point. I believe it too. I, I and, and brother Ben knows. I, I wear my I wear my company's gear everywhere. I, my wife get mad. I wear I wear my ashes before splurge. I'm put I put my logo on on. I I would put my logo over a uh, polo, <laughs> just so that I can wear my own brand. What I will tell you is that brother, you got a customer out of me for life. Even if we never did business together. I would purchase anything that you put out just simply because I am a fan, man. I, I, I listen, let me tell y'all something. Uh, um, you, you don't, you don't create partnerships by just trying to figure out what you can get out the deal. Let me, let me tell y'all something. See, see, if you really care and, and, and really appreciate what somebody does, don't try to figure out how you can get the stuff free. Don't try to position yourself to see how, you know, how you can get a dollar out the deal. You need to be trying to position yourself to say, you know what? I'm so much of a fan. Even if we did business together, I would still pay out of my own pocket for that product. And 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 that that's how you create some some good synergy like that. Thank you, man. Well, uh, I think that was a great interview. Um, I definitely want to bring you back as you expand, as you grow. Um, because uh, this is not only just something that's going to be entertainment. Of course, they like how we gel together, but this is really about education um, and growth. So uh, the principles that you gave today by just simply telling your story, I think is so powerful about faith. And a lot of people, um, a lot of people, I say all the time with poverty mindsets, we think it's overrated when we talk about you got to have patience. Oh, you got to wait three to five years. Oh, you got to put your money up. We think a lot of people, when we have this poor mindset, we think, oh, that's just something rich people are saying just to give you something. But these are real principles that we must have, that we have to have to build anything. 
what Jake said the uh, earlier about the the analogy with the baby, I think was so paramount because a lot of entrepreneurs call their business their baby. And if you don't nurture that baby, if you don't feed that baby, if you don't give that baby time, then of course it's going to end up dying. Not dying physically like a, you know, like a baby who you are starving, uh, but it's going to end up if, if it's not growing, it's dying at the end of the day. So I think we must find uh, we must find care. Uh, we must find uh, 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 people around us who's willing to educate us. Like you talked about, you got a, a counselor. You got somebody who is already successful. Ooh. That's something that people need to realize. And and if they can't afford a $50,000 phone call or a $5,000 phone call, whatever the consulting fee is, you can even find it on YouTube. You can find it on Google. You can find it in me and Jake's course uh, as well. You can find it in the book. So make sure that you're out seeking knowledge. It says, seeking ye shall find. Some of us are not seeking. That's why you're not finding anything. It says, knocking, you should get an answer. The reason you ain't getting no answer because you ain't knocking. <laughs> and the answer just may be no. May just be, it may just be no. Where can people find you on, uh, on Instagram, uh, Facebook, if you're on YouTube at all? Just like the website, Tally and Twine, on Instagram, and uh, CEO Randy on Instagram as well. Now, is it Tally and Twine, like a like A and D? Okay, Tally and Twine. So if you're on Instagram, Tally and Twine. If you're on Facebook, Tally and Twine. And if you're listening to the podcast just through the audio, Tally and Twine. I thank you, brother, for tuning in, for thank coming on, Thank you all so brother. much for having me, man. Look forward Thanks to being with you. Jake. No problem, brother. Peace. For those listening, you can go to text BBX class to 555-888 to check out some of our financial uh, courses that we have together. Me and Brother Jake are deciding to come together and put together our business courses. So I have uh, showing you guys how to scale, how to build your social media, your following, your sales, uh, passive income on social media. And Brother Jake is going to show you how to do it on the brick and mortar side, That's right. how to build a business, how to scale you know, all those different things, how to build a team. And I think it's something that many of you all will be, uh, I think, grateful for because many people ask about how do I create content? How do I create a, 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 um, a podcast? How do I make money online? How can, I, how can I quit my job? And both of us quit our jobs. It may be different ways that we did it, but we both quit not, We both quit our jobs. We are both running businesses. We are both making income, and we're both black. So don't say, well, I'm black, so I got to, you know, I can't do it. You know what I mean? You and, think and you're less than. And we both did it without debt. Yeah. So, and, and so it's, it's possible. You know, we, we, T.D. Jake said one time, you know, sometimes you need a model. Oftentimes people can tell you something good, but you're not showing me how it's done. You haven't been there. So you can give me a theory, but you can't tell me the actual experience that you went through. You can't tell me the actual experience that I'm going to go through. And then I'll leave it with this. And then I'll pass it to my brother, Jake. I was talking with brother Corey Hughes one time, and he was talking about the reason that we all need mentors. He says, sometimes you need a mentor and a coach to show you a new normal. And what he meant by that is, let's say that I am a woman and I've had five children before. If you come to me and you're newly pregnant, you're going to say, oh, I'm sick. I'm throwing up. I'm feeling pain. As someone who's already been there, I can soothe your soul by saying, oh, baby, that's normal. That's supposed to happen. 
You're supposed to be having those contractions. You're supposed to feel a little discomfort. You're supposed to have a little bit of lack of sleep. That's okay. And that gives you the hope that you need to continue to go forward. When I play basketball, whenever I jam my thumb, I don't know if you ever jammed your thumb before, but when I jam my thumb, I feel like I feel like my whole basketball career is over because I didn't know how important my thumb was to shooting until I jammed it. My whole shot is off. So in my mind, because it never been jammed before, I'm thinking, man, my whole career over. I can't be the, the shooter that I was. But I went to my teammate. I said, man, you ever jammed your finger before? He said, yeah, bro, you're going to be good. Just put some ice on it, wrap it up. You're going to be good in a week or two. That gave me hope that I can keep going. So sometimes we need that coach to tell you that you got something on your nose. You need that mentor to tell you, hey, man, try it this way. Because if we're doing it all ourselves, and we ain't got nobody giving us no input. We may always be right to me. I'm always right. But you need somebody who can say, hey, man, I'm seeing this. You may not see it because you in it. I'm seeing this. You know those, your, your dads, your uncles who say, man, I'm on the sideline. I'm at the top of the stands. You should have went like this. You should have threw it here. Well, in the game, I'm in the game. I'm, try, I'm worried about who I'm going to cross over. I'm worried about going around the pick. I couldn't see the, the pass on the opposite side. But he's seen it because he wasn't in the game. So sometimes you need somebody who's not in the game to coach you and help you out. And sometimes, uh, uh, Brother Ben, uh, you, you, you have people that say, man, but I'm doing something new. Ain't nobody doing what I'm doing. And, and if that's the case, if you are or you can't find a mentor to do that. Sometimes a mentor, yes, he's, they're there to show you a new normal, but also sometimes a mentor is there to chastise you, to let you know when you're off bounds, to let you know you know, uh, 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 that you crossed the line, to let you know that you were not right when you handled situations. And so sometimes you may have a business mentor or a mentor that's never been in your industry before, but they can tell you how to navigate deals. They can tell you how to find the right business partner. They can help you uh, uh, help keep you out of whatever little rut that you're in. And yes, that cost for that type of mentorship, if it costs a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, ten thousand, whatever the cost of your headache. 10% of that should be a down payment for a mentor to help you not have to pay for that. Mm. See, I made $180,000 worth of mistakes not having a mentor. And if I had a mentor and somebody would have told me either you can pay 180000 at your pocket or you can do some down payments to pay me 18000 and I can save you a hundred and something so thousand dollars of mistakes, I would have done that hands down. Mm. So sometimes, yes, you need a mentor. And yes, it does mean coming out of your pocket to pay for the experience. See, when people look at me, brother Ben, they say, Jake, uh, just, well, just a while ago, I closed a, a, a two uh, two deals that that that's a twelve thousand dollar deal combined, right, Connie? Right, two deals that were twelve thousand dollar deals, and I did it in twenty minutes, ten minutes apiece. One was five minutes, one was like fifteen minutes because he had a bunch of questions. So in twenty minutes, I closed twelve thousand dollar deals. People can look at me and be like, "Man, Jake, man, you good? I could never do that." And if they, if I was their mentor, I would say, "Listen, this took seven years mm. for me to be able to do it in twenty minutes." There it is. So when you're paying me for mentorship, you're not paying me for skill set. You're paying me for the time and experience mm. that, I, that I had to endure. You're paying me for the shortcut. So they say, Brother Ben, they say, there's no short, there is no shortcut to success. Hard work is the shortcut. I say, well, there's a woman at McDonald's. She working hard. Yep. She working four jobs a, a, a week, four jobs a day. Would you say that she's not uh, eligible to be as successful as you? So that's letting me know that hard work is not enough. What you need, you need to understand that 
that the shortcut to success is mentorship. And my mentor, Tony Stevens Sr., taught me that. He says, see, son, the reason if you want to, the shortest line to success, the shortest line to success is to pull on the coattail of somebody that's been where you're trying to go. Mm. So you need a tour guide. You don't need nobody that's never been to Africa to tell you where to go and where not to be. Mm. So you want somebody to tell you, no, no, no. Not only have I been there, but if you follow me, pull on my coattail, I can walk you directly where you need to go. So the mentor is that for you. The mentor is the shortcut to your success. The mentor to purchase and pay for his time, pay for her experience. That's the shortcut that can get you to levels of success that you never thought that you'd be able to have. I wanted to talk. What time is it? Seven. Yeah, we got it. We got to go ahead and close out. I wanted to talk about this real quick. This, this, this scripture right here. Talk on it. It's uh, Exodus and four. Talking about Moses. He said, then Moses said to the Lord, please, Lord, I have never been eloquent, neither recently nor in time past, nor since thou hast spoken to thy servant, for I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. So God gave him a mission. Hey, I want you to go out here and save your people. Tell them, let my people go. You're going out to save the children of Israel and look at him having doubts in his mind like some of us. Hey, go out there and start that business. Hey, go out there and be productive. Hey, go out there and find a problem and fulfill it. Well, I never had a job before. I never ran a business before. I never built a team before. I never was in sales before. These are things that are coming into your mind that's actually stopping you. So you have no, you have nobody else to blame. Don't blame mama. Don't blame your uncle. Don't blame not having a mentor. Sometimes you're blaming or you're, you're in your own way. And if you get those negative thoughts out your own head, then you can move forward. But then look what he says. And the Lord said to him, who has made man's mouth? I gave you that mouth. Man, ain't I'm the Lord? Ain't I'm the creator? Who are you to tell God that I'm not good enough? When he said that he wants us to have life more abundantly. When they said when, when Jesus was praying, he didn't say my father, did he? What did he say? He said our father. Our father, that means this same, the same father he got, the same source that he got access to is the same source we got access to. Then in John 14, 12, it says those who believe will be doing the works that I'm doing. Then it, then it went a little step further. Uh-oh, hold your, hold your seats. Even greater things, because I got to go to the father. So who are we to say that we are inferior? Who are we to say that we are less than? Who are we to say we're not capable when it's telling you what your gift and your power is? We supposed to have power and dominion. In fact, it said uh, not only life more abundantly, but it also said that we are gods. Also said that we are gods and we have that same power to say being it is to manifest something into reality. For those of you guys that want to fact check my brother, Psalms 82, 6 and John 10, 34, when Christ said it, did it not say in your word that ye are gods? Uh, and then Psalms 82, 6, that ye are gods, you made in the image of him. You go read that for yourself. We don't have time to unpackage that. Today. He say, I am slow of speech and slow to tongue. He said, man, who made your mouth and who makes him dumb? Or deaf and seeing or blind, is it not I, the Lord? But this is the part I want to really touch on. He says, now then go, and I, even I, would be, and I will be your mouth and teach you what you are to say. But he, he, here you go again. But he said, please, Lord, now send the message by whomever thou wilt. Then the anger of the Lord burnt against Moses, and he said, is there not your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know that he speaks few, uh, uh, fluently. And moreover, behold, he is coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. 
and you are to speak to him and put the words in his mouth. And I even I will be with your mouth and his mouth and I will teach you what you ought to do. So you talk about building teams. So I want you to go off off of this scripture right here because some things we can't do, you know, scaling ain't for everybody. Doing the sales ain't for everybody, but that does not mean you cannot be a part of a business. That don't mean that you can't really play your role. You just got to find a team member who can do it for you, and you use your mind. So talk about team building real quick. We may have to change the, the name of, the, of this episode. As, oh, damn, it is assets <laughs> as well. But this is how you build the assets, yeah, yeah, though. This is how you true. build the assets. That's true. That's true. So, so, so in Exodus 18, uh, if you go to Exodus 18, Jethro, which is the father of Moses, uh, a wife, he was bringing the two sons back to Moses after he uh, sent the wife and the two sons away because he was on a mission to free the people from Egypt. Mm-hmm. And so what Moses was doing, Moses was beating his head, trying to lead this million man army, just him by himself. And Jethro came, he, he came and he barbecued. And then it says, and Aaron came down, they barbecued, they hung out together. The very next verse says, it says, and then on the next day, as if it was referring to, okay, let's get down to business. Jethro was overseeing, I'm just giving you the, the site. Jethro was overseeing what Moses was doing all day and night. And Jethro went, which is Moses' father-in-law, he went to Moses and said, Moses, what you do is not good. Moses looked at him and said, what you mean? I got to be the one to take this, the, the judge the people. I got to be the one to take it to the father. I got to be the one. And, and Moses said that what you do is not good, son. He said, he said, what he said was, he said, he said, for what you do is not good. Then he says, watch this. He said, because if you keep it up, you will kill yourself and the people too. Meaning that this job is too big for you to handle by yourself. Mm. He said, now I'm going to give you some advice. You take it to your God. You take it to the father and, and heed what I say and take it to him for assurance he said but this is what i would do he said you need to build a team he said he said you need to be layers of leadership some that lead hundreds some that lead some that leads thousands some that lead hundreds some that lead 20 some to lead tens mm. which there signifies that everybody is not skilled to do the same thing see what jethro didn't say brother ben x he didn't say uh you need to get 10 people to lead a thousand people mm. and a lot of times when we're building our organizations you give the wrong responsibility to the wrong person uh-oh See, 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 he said you need some people to lead thousands, some people to lead hundreds, some people to lead 20s, and some to lead 10s, inferring and referencing that everybody is not capable of the same leadership. Uh-oh. Then he said, he said, you find capable men, men that love God, or men, men that love God the way that you do, men, men that won't take easy bribes. Mm. Well, what's a man that don't take easy bribes? Somebody that's just not there for the money? Somebody that's not going to jump off your team to go to somebody else just because they paying you good. Somebody that's not going to say we in this together in the moment that they feel like they can make a better deal somewhere else. They, they, they screw you mm. to make the better deal. Uh, E.T. said, E.T., I love E.T. and C.J. Because E.T. was on a, a you, you, that's the podcast you sent me. Shout out to Secret Sister Sex Podcast. And, 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 and I don't think it was this episode, but what he was saying, Brother Ben, he said, he said people got the nerve to come pitch me. And tell me to come by myself. Mm. He said, then they try to give me deals as if I'm supposed to be kicking CJ to the curb because our deal with each other will be will pay me more than what I got with CJ. Mm. He said, I look at them. If you want me to cut my brother off, you might as well cut me off. Yeah. It's either both of us or nothing. 
He said, man, so many deals I cut off because of, uh, listen, well, exactly what Jethro said. I'm not easy at taking bribes. And so right there in Exodus 18, it teaches you three principles on exactly how to qualify and pick your team. And then notice what it said. It said, find capable men. You know what a capable man is? Somebody who is who ain't dumb. Mm. Somebody you ain't got to drag along. Somebody you ain't got to Ready beg, that you ain't got to beg to do something for you. You don't have to beg to get on the shift. He said, find capable men, not just people that say I'm black. Not just people that say, ain't we brothers? No, <laughs> to find somebody capable means I can find somebody of likeness that's willing to go out there and do the work just the same effort as I am. So when you're building your team, stop building your team just because people around you, you can literally go pick your team. You need to be having a draft every year. Just like the NBA, every year there are are 32 teams that pick two times. There are 64 draft picks, and every draft pick there are two Hall of Famers. See, you're looking for your Hall of Famers. Those are your people that will help you lead thousands of people. So what he's saying was, he said that you cannot do it alone. So what what, what Brother Ben was saying is Exodus 4, Moses was saying, listen, God, God, I can't do it. I, I, I can't talk the way that where people will take me seriously. Come on, Aaron. They, Shit. They, 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 this is Moses. That's what I'm saying. Bring Aaron they, they, they out. They laugh. God said, listen, listen, listen. I need to use you because it's only through you that they will see my will. They know that you're crippled. They know your history. They know where you come from. And when they see miracles work through you, then God will be able to do his thing. So you got to build a team. You got to find qualified people. And God will send you people like Brother Ben when you don't know how to do no social media. And Brother Ben say, listen, brother, you do your part. I'm going to do my part. And when we do our part, it's going to be a bigger part. There it is, family. So text BBX class to 555-888. Saturday, we are going to be hosting the teaching you how to own your own bank. We're going to be introducing to you the new course that we uh, have put together. And uh, for those of you all who saying, well, man, I don't have no money for the bank. Courses. Courses. Yeah, because you're going to get how many? 101? You got four master classes inside our ABS Institute, which is Assets Before Splurging Institute. You have four master classes with over 100 Lessons, 111, 11 111, lessons, okay. yep, to be exact. So we have we have the IATL, I Am The Lender Masterclass, where we teach you how to become the banker and to leave from becoming the from being the consumer to becoming the banker. And we got 16 lessons within there teaching you exactly how you can become the lender. The Bible tells us we're supposed to be the lender, not the borrower. It tells us that we're supposed to be the head, not the tail. And it also tells us that we're supposed to be lending to nations and borrowing from none. In that class, we teach you how to do that. The next class we have... Is purpose to profit where we teach you how to take something, a concept that you feel like God gave you, how to turn it into a product and how to how to scale it to uh, $500,000 where it's a physical product. And Brother Ben has paid to lead where he showed you how to do it digitally and then which is the next course. And then the final course is profit to scale where we take you from twenty five to fifty thousand dollars to seven figure business, helping you put processes, systems and infrastructure in place for how much, Brother Ben? We're going to tell him yet. $97 a month. $97 a month? I think it's 97 a month. For, for 111 lessons? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cheap, but uh, I think if they hop on it, man, they'll, they'll, they'll love it. Ain't nothing but 97 97 bucks a month. Four lessons, master classes. 111 lessons. 111 lessons. Yeah. Four courses, which is four master classes. Mm-hmm. 111 lessons for 97 bucks yeah. a month. 
and they get everything they need. But they got to go to BBX class at 555-888 in order to figure out exactly how to get it. Yep. And be looking for the text tomorrow, Friday. Friday. Be looking for the text and make sure when you get this link, sign up at that point or make sure you sign up that night because we got a lot of people on this waiting list. How many? That's 2,000 people on the list, but it's about probably over 300 people that done text within a couple of days that's ready to go. So make sure you text BBX class to 555-888 right now as you hear this because tomorrow, I mean not tomorrow, but Saturday after 205 Central Time, I don't know if y'all know what Central Time mean, Google it. After 205 Central Time, you will not be able to get in. So I thank you guys for watching the God Economic Show and the Brother Ben X podcast. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Brother Ben X, Facebook Brother Ben X. Where can they find you at? You can find me on all social media platforms. Jake Taylor Jacobs, J-A-K-E-T-A-Y-L-E-R-J-A-C-O-B-S. Jake Taylor Jacobs. And remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. You can make the rest of your life the best of your life. Choice is yours. Peace. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com, www.whatisabstribe.com.